Hey guys, welcome to Nerd News Now for January 20th, 2020. Man, that's a lot of 20s. Too many yes. 20s. Too many 20s. 2020? Mm -hmm. uh, Has done it again? Yeah. Well, it's done. Science gone too far? Maybe. I think it did. Is this what 2020 vision meant? Is this the Mayan calendar? Is this the year we just start, like, looking with clarity? Maybe. So no, hindsight's also 2020. Yeah. So I think we're going to look back and see if we really messed up. Yeah. But hey, today I got Jarek. I got hey. Mission. I got myself. I'm back. Um, last week y'all talked about Dracula. I have some big thoughts on that. Yeah. Oh, you really? got to, got to keep it. Okay, Seriously. Uh, serious thoughts cuts? on that. Um, I got some thoughts on the Academy Awards, specifically the stuff that I feel got snubbed. Yeah. Um, the nominations. Uh, but we got a lot going on. Uh, there's new snippets of a Ghostbusters trailer that I saw. Missed Which it, no. clarifies some things that you already clarified last week. He's Egon's yeah. kid. <laughs> uh, Grand uh, kid. Egon's friend kid. Um, yeah. I would hope that Spoiler. she's also Egon's friend kid, grandkid. Spoiler. Like that you're friends with your grandpa. Yeah. That's what I meant. Why not? Um, but uh, hey, so Doctor Who ran into Tesla this week. That was awesome. A Crisis oh, on yeah. Infinite Earth wrapped up last week as well. We're going to talk about that. And uh, another big trilogy takes the box office. All that and more on Nerd News Now. All right, Nerd News Now on January 20th, uh, 2020. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everybody. That is um, And so lots of stuff going on, but we're going to talk about a couple of things that I missed from last week. Y'all went uh, a little bit in depth on Dracula on Netflix. Yeah, sweet. Now, did did you guys get to watch it or watch the whole thing? I finally finished it. All three episodes are there. So if I say, could I possibly trigger big fans of Dracula who have seen it by simply texting them a Dracula emoji? Maybe. I feel like I could. You probably could. Did you get a chance <laughs> to see it? Yes. Okay, the whole I'm, thing. I'm, oh, I watch it all. In okay. One so here, here's my thoughts real quick on that. I know you talked about it last week. Uh, first episode, awesome. Amazing. Second episode, okay. Pretty so good. Pretty. Like, you know, people on a boat need to be smarter, I feel like. Yeah. Although yeah. we're, I mean, although, because, have you guys ever been on a cruise? No. Yes. Uh, to me, to me, cruises are terrifying. Because, but it's the same thing with planes, where people are being afraid of planes, and like one out of every X amount of thousand planes crash, right? Mm -hmm. Unless it's Carnival Cruise, that's the, like one out the of the whole thing with like bathrooms overflowing on a cruise. Yeah, that just ends it for me. Terrifying. Terrifying. But I'm sure specifically the bathrooms. I'm, well, just the horror stories of people being stranded in the sewage is backed up and all oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because that's typically what happens on a cruise. There haven't been many instances of a. Uh, Real crisis of you know like Titanic I guess yeah, was the last it's not one. a crisis on infinite cruises no crisis on infinite cruises uh, that would be the next uh, CW crossover right uh, with it's uh, like live die repeat only it's cruises yeah. and Tom Cruise and uh, you know you know Ellie Blunt have to like stop the cruise ship from sinking yes. yeah well I think that's what the new Love Boat movie is going to be about uh, yeah yeah probably. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, but anyway, not so you. <laughs> I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is internal problems on cruises. Okay. Like just, just anything where they were to have to be stranded at sea or be struck by a really bad storm that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of out of nowhere that you didn't know was coming. 
Uh, but it's the same type of thing. I just need to get so, over so it. So not the rhinovirus really, or whatever it is. Because really all you're please. doing is paying to be on a boat in the middle of the ocean sitting by a pool eating food rather than just like going to a pool and eat food. Eat food. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I still do it. I would do it. It seems fun. Why was I talking about cruises? I don't remember. Because people were on a boat and they're were, they were, they were stupid. Oh. Hey, man, this guy's missing. Uh, or <laughs> business as usual. <laughs> uh, don't go in that room. Yeah, I don't know. Hi, my name is uh, Captain Sokolov. Uh, don't go in this room. I don't know. Don't go in that room. Okay. Okay, well, should I go Why in not? the room? Yeah. Sounds legit. So, takes then, the concept of uh, lying in the you know bed of your own earth literally in that episode, yeah. too. Kind of, yeah. But, uh, so going from that episode, I was like, okay, maybe it'll bounce back. But it didn't. It really didn't. Like, episode three, I guess Dracula in 2020 just doesn't work. But it's not that it didn't work. It's that... He knew everything, and I don't know how many, like, was the one lady that he attacked right when he, like, walked, you know, under the water for 104 years or whatever he did, was she, like, really into emojis to the point where he figured out how to use cell phones and emojis so well? Must have. Within the context of just, like, drinking blood once? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. New new Van Helsing likes emojis. Yeah, so, so he basically just uses blood like Swamp Thing uses trees then, sort of like... A visceral internet, yeah, flowing. I think, I think, minus that, I thought it was good. Like, I would like an, a Dracula anthology series where you see like different interpretations. It's just that one just didn't no, really work, see, and the character, the character aspect of it, yeah, didn't work as well either. I agree with Chaz. Like when he said last week, there's times he feels like a sitcom dad, yeah, or like he's he, he's terrorizing the nunnery, and this is like, hey, ladies, <laughs> it's just like just the delivery of the lines, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, my whole take of it is it feels like Stephen Moffat tried writing a fanfic of Dracula. Yes. And it ended in the way 99% of fanfics end with a really weirdly, you know, made sexual relationship between, uh-huh. like, well, pseudo-sexual, I guess, in this way, relationship between two characters who, in the base lore, just yeah, never would have. Right. And I just... It, 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 I'm also not a, I'm, I'm not a Moffat like apologist. I kind of don't like the guy, so I uh, I'm naturally inclined against this show. But I I enjoyed the first two episodes, but the third one was like seriously that was the ending you went with. And yeah, I I think modern wow. day wasn't really the no. the dagger, but it was just the interaction with the yeah. different characters and because there were there were characters from classic Dracula just like kind of reimagined. I just don't know yeah. her work. Like well. I was expecting more episodes. I think. Because yeah. when he kill when sorry spoiler, he kills uh, the Instagram influencer. Ugh. Um, and that's, and that's and in that's the, the book. That's a major about. point. That's a major point where like he just goes screw it and he goes full out against England essentially and like Helsing his little band of vampire hunters and said it was just yeah no Seward get out of here yeah I don't care he's he's stomping out the ashes himself it's like oh that's life it's like that's, that's okay Dracula. I wonder what the equivalent of an Instagram influencer was back when Bram Stoker wrote that, though. A priest? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. The guy who posts uh, things on the town board? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that, that would probably be the equivalent. Um, and then, have either of you gotten a chance on uh, HBO to check out The Outsider, the new Stephen King? No. It's really good. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's... it's uh, it's very hard to say who's starring in it without spoiling certain things, but uh, the 
the pilot episode, the first two were written by Jason Bateman. Oh, he also okay. he also stars in that, and uh, he's a mutant. And it's Ben Mendelsohn, who you guys would know from Captain Marvel. He was yeah. Talos. Mm-hmm. Talos the Scroll. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, just weird. I mean, it's Stephen King. Yeah. But Stephen King right now is really, really into cops, like detective stories. Yeah, like he's, he's really kicking the whole detective uh, thing. There's the whole Hodges trilogy. This, yeah. uh, I, I believe that's already... It's like one of these like side apps or side channels you have to have a special package for. I can't remember which one it is, but Mr. Mercedes yep. is on that one. Um, that's part of a trilogy. Now, this is a spinoff trilogy. The character Holly is in this as yeah. well. No, uh, so I don't know if this HBO one's going to be a trilogy or not, but it comes on on Sundays, and it's about uh, it's three episodes in now. Yeah. I really wish Dark Tower did better, Yeah, because that would have been a great... This is this is not a topic, I promise. I really want a greater Stephen King universe to happen because like there's so even if they don't directly connect, there's so many great parts that in his in his shared universe that he has. And if you're a fan of it all, it, it, it comes together really well. And like I just I, I would love to see that transition into film because like it oh, it'll be great. Well I've heard in the Upcoming stand that really? they've actually named. That interconnect them. They've, no, it's they've crazy actually, watching these They've things. actually named the Man in Black, and the Man in Black is now a flag. Yeah, the stand. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're no. Yeah, the Man in Black has always been Randall Flag. And now mm-hmm. we know Dark Tower and the Stand from several different comic interpretations, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about a, a high high quality produced Stephen King usually does not fail. Like I would no. say, Under yeah. the Dome was not. High quality. Produce. No, it, yeah. it really it, it, it wasn't. even though it was a you know on CBS they don't throw money at stuff no. like HBO Netflix do. I think the stand may and we haven't seen the movie rendition obviously the new yeah. one. Uh, I was fine with the the TV movie a while back. Yeah, the, 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 the mini series for God, it. that didn't work. But but I think. But I mean that was I think that's more of a technology limitation than anything. But I think in like a fifty five minute format, either Netflix or HBO. This stuff just works better. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I'm nervous about the stand becoming a movie because there's so much to unpack there. It really, I think having I want to say it's it was three three to five episodes in the miniseries, about like an hour and a half each. Yeah, it it you're able to unpack long. everything he's trying to get through in the stand because it, it's a story about people and yes. like the relationship yeah. between, relationship of good and evil. And I think you know a two hour movie is not going to be the same way to do that. You gotta follow the trash man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like the, uh, like an entire episode was just following trash can mm-hmm. man and like his relationship with what's going on. And it's interesting. I don't know. I'm just I'm nervous. Is all I'm gonna say. An- for another one he packed a lot into, and I never gave it much of a second thought, mostly because it started Balky from Perfect Strangers. But was the Lingaliers. Oh yeah, because Bronson Pinchot was a key character in that. Mm-hmm. But that was dealing with a lot of stuff that now TV shows take. 13 episodes and multiple seasons to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like Strangers on the Plane before Lost. Totally. So it, there was a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, so it's nice to see this, all these things being revisited in like a high quality format. Totally. And some people were like, well, how many times can you remake, you know, the same thing? But because we have this, there's a lot of different aspects, but a lot is the production, the production value, and then the time allotted to tell the story. And then lastly, I think the aspect of binging helps. Yeah. Like, I would have never wanted to binge like a six and a half hour stand movie 
before, but depending on how they break it up, they might do like, you know, three episodes a day or something like that. But they gotta be smart about it. They can't do stuff like they did with um uh Quentin Tarantino's movie about the bounty hunter. Uh uh not not Django, the one after that, but before once upon a time. I can't think of the name. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. That one. Yeah. They took the movie, they took the roadshow version of the movie, and on Netflix they um they cut it into like four episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's distracting. It's like to the point where it, cause it ends in really bad parts of the like, where it shouldn't end. And of course, you're going to want to watch it because you want to see what happens and then you want to watch the full thing. So wait, they have that on Netflix It's now? on Netflix as a four-episode okay. miniseries, kind of. And it, but not the movie, but they, they filmed it when they did it as a play or not? No, no. It's... Oh, okay. Yeah, hateful like the full movie, like the roadshow version of like the, like the extended cut with all... Oh, like, you know, gotcha. Those, like, like his artistic masterpiece version of it. They cut it apart. It's multiple episodes. And it's weird. Because you watch one episode, you go straight to the next, and you get a recap of the last episode you literally just watched, plus five minutes of the episode you just watched. Yeah. And it's like, just give me the full movie in one go. Uh, it's, it's especially weird that they do that for a format made for binging. Like yeah. If, it was, if, if they were airing that on HBO or something, you know, it'd be just fine. It'd be the full movie by itself. Yeah. As it was originally shown. I don't know. I don't know, but anyway, Dracula kind of... Yeah, it was... The, him cool. using the Dracula emoji was the end for me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the end for me. That was it. The, the fact that, yeah, the vampire emoji was just like... Final nail in that coffin. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of uh, more Draculas slash vampires, uh, I was actually impressed with the Morbius. Yeah. Trailer, especially the inclusion of uh, Michael Keaton, you know, for all three seconds. But at least you know that... They are going to make an attempt to cross things over. Yeah, I like the intake of breath whenever you get to the part of the trailer. If you're watching at the movie theater, uh-huh. when you see him all like tanned up and cut, and everyone goes. <gasps> <laughs> um, but I think I mean it's going to come out uh, this year, and I think it's going to work. I mean, yeah. Uh, I I still oh I just cannot get over his interpretation of Joker. Suicide Squad movie, I know that, like, there are a lot of people that liked it. Yeah. I was not one of those people. So I don't know if... I just feel like his rendition of Joker had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Do so we know when it's being released? Um, it was... I thought they were holding it to October, but that's Venom 2. So this is going to be, like, in the... Uh, either May or... Okay. Um, or June, I believe, yeah. Yeah, it looks like July for... July so August. so they're Either holding way, for a midsummer release. So they're expecting it to do really well. Yeah, so July thirty first. Um that means they're expecting to make a lot of money. Now Venom Two is still least or uh, still listed as an October twenty twenty release, but I haven't seen much on it, it other mm-hmm. than any circus directing, but like no footage and I think they I think they're pushing more BS because they want to see what they can get away with. Yeah. I think if this one if this one works like they want it to, it's gonna kickstart Sony's Dark Verse. Universe, yeah. like the, you know, I, I just thought that they would hold that for an October release. Yeah, and not rush October, too, like, but yeah. I don't know what they have in the works, because they still got to turn out the Spider-Mans at some point, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, well, speaking of movies, so a uh, a trilogy was, was praised at the box office this weekend. Yes. And, that, of course, that wasn't Star mm-hmm. Wars, because Star Wars is going to go down as the 
only billion dollar failure for episode nine right. because people are just so split on it. But it's terrible. Uh, it's the worst movie ever. Yeah, Still billion dollars. Billion though. dollars. Uh, but I am speaking of uh, Bad Boys for Life. Bad, Bad Boys, Boys three to finish out the trilogy. Uh, <laughs> it made it made like sixty two million for the three day weekend, and then if you include um, today about the past uh, seventy or was targeting the past seventy, that is going to be. Uh, Second highest in both of those categories for January, <laughs> American Sniper was uh, was a little higher on both counts. For, oh, the, right. for well, on on all counts, I guess, because it also set the record. It was like it was Sony's first like most grossing R-rated movie. Yeah, and then it was the second um, highest uh, grossing movie uh, or opening in January behind American Sniper. So. And then also Man. both of those released on this holiday weekend. So imagine like you know, Bad Boys. You, you think you've gone back in time? Like, hey, this is gonna like be right up there in terms of you know making money as like a true blue patriot film, like American Sniper. They'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when one of them clearly has got dad bod, and that's the point of that yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Like, who would have thought? Like, seriously, Bad Boys right there. Pretty close with American Sniper. That's yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, um, and it just speaks on that that team too, and, yeah. and just action films in general. I mean, we're about to have what like Fast and Furious Nine. Or uh, we're also like getting Mission Impossible like Seven coming out soon. Yeah. Too, so uh, I did hear the part about you going back and watching Mission Impossible randomly and not liking it. The, the first yeah. one's not bad. Second one terrible. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. I meet Tom Cruise in person. I believe why? Uh, how sorry. much? How much Scientology money did you throw into this movie? Uh, <laughs> no one will ever know that. But right. I am going to see Top Gun too. I think we also were going to see Top Gun too. I'm right? excited for that one. Okay. Um, just not. You just don't want to see any more Mission Impossible. No, I want to see more Mission Impossible. Oh, you they, do. They get good now. You, oh, you're gonna see better. They've ones. gotten. They've gotten best, so you just, much better. You just don't ever want to watch that one again. Um, but rounding out the top three after uh, Bad Boys was. 1917. Mm-hmm. It got a huge, huge. Uh, monetary boost from the Golden Globe wins. Yeah. And the Oscar nominations. And then um, Iron Man died a second time. This time in Dr. Doolittle on the big screen. Does he die again in that one? No, just the box office. Oh, like, yeah. It cost $150 million to make, and it made 22 and Ouch. people were just destroying it. Now, did you say you had something so apparently about the ending, that? This is, so this is RDJ's you know, first major film since... You know, Endgame. Yeah. Right. This is like his big kickoff. He's not doing Tony Stark anymore. He's doing something else. Perfect family film, family-ish film, I guess. Yeah. To kick him off as, you know, RJ Independent now. Apparently, the best way to put it without, like, too many spoilers of what happens. This is just from a review I've read. I have no intention of seeing this film. Uh, The plot gets summed up very accurately with Dragon Colonoscopy. Okay. Yeah. And we can kind of guess who's doing this. Who's the only doctor in the room? Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just—it's such a weird way to end the film. Yeah. And, like that's that's how they solve the problem. But what's going on here? And it's like, <laughs> I why? Don't know. Spoiler alert! I'm so sorry if you really want to watch this, but like, couldn't they? Have just All stuck? everyone's thinking right now <laughs> yeah. is, is there's a dragon in it. There's a. Tr- I'm gonna go watch it now. Yeah. No, you see it from the trailer if you're unlucky enough to see it. Um, <laughs> but it's like. Man, how they paid him how much for this? Probably it's probably 149 of the million that they spent. You know, making yeah. the film was through getting him. But like, I, dang. I, maybe people will look 
back at Game of Thrones in the better light now. Maybe. Well, at least they didn't do that. At least John didn't do this. I thought you were going to say it ended like episode three of Dracula, but it almost sounds oh, no. like... I don't no, know. he comes back to current times and... Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he sends the uh, bear emoji to a couple bears and they're like, oh. Ooh. I'm ready for uh, Tropic Thunder too. Yeah, that's really odd. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. And like, he... Yeah, like look honestly, look up reviews if you have no. No, don't Google this. that at work. Don't don't look at the Google <laughs> for this, but look, look read up reviews for this because it's everyone's commenting on how weird. Yeah, and how just like unsettling it is. Right, just I'm like just saying, that. do not YouTube Dragon Colonoscopies. Yeah, at don't work. do that either, or anywhere, or ever. I gotta delete my browser history now because getting weird ads now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so safe to say that probably won't be up. For a 2021 Oscar, that is definitely not getting think. a um, uh, anything. It might no. get a Razzie though, so they have that looking forward. It might get a, oh, man. a Razzie. I don't know. Um, who, who knows? And now we oh. still have uh, 33 more minutes to not bring that up again. Can we um, go see it underwater? I wanted to go see it desperately, but then Bad Boys called to me again. Wait, which one? Underwater. Underwater. underwater? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. What is it's that? It's a cool like. Uh, Abyss Monster, like... Who's, who's, who's in it? Is that wide and, release? Is that with uh, uh, Kristen Bell? It's with... Uh, sh- Not Kristen Bell. Kristen uh, Stewart. Yes. Yes. It's got a 6.1 no, out of 10. Know about that. IMDb, IMDb. It's totally my jam, because it's sci-fi and underwater. And See, that hits, like, too many, like, close calls for me. Or it's just like, man, underwater looks super claustrophobic and uh, dark. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's three big no's for Jarek. <laughs> Yeah, the dark I don't mind as much, but combined with the other two, it's no. But watch it for you guys. People love water and monsters. I mean, going back to Jaws, but even last year was the one with the giant crocodile. Yeah, natural. It it actually Uh, wasn't a Siffy movie. Yeah, like, but because they they that was their bag for like ten years, right? And then Sharknado happened, and they were just like, "Hey, Sharknado all day." But there was I can't remember what it was called, but it was the one where it's like there was a flood and there was like mm -hmm. a super croc going around. Um, can't be worse than Grudge, the new one. I just immediately think of uh, that graphic novel, Underwater oh, Welder, by my, by Matt Kent. No. Hey, Rampage, Rampage is a great movie. Uh, producer Justin, I think you should, um, you know, remind everyone movie? how fantastic the movie of a movie this movie is. What Rampage? Rampage. Yeah, I oh. went. My friend and I, middle of finals week, we needed a movie to go watch. We were going to originally go watch, like, Kingsman, the second one. We're like, I don't know, like, too intense for us. We're a little, like, we're burnt out at this point. And I'm like, hey, it's $5 movie day. You want to go see Rampage? It's full of, like, sure, we packed a two pocket flasks, and we just went and, like, drank and stuff. Rampage is a Dwayne The Rock Johnson film, in which wow. it is a movie where stuff happens in a movie. Yeah. It's the perfect it's- movie. <laughs> That's a lot of his is movies. Is it based lately. on a video game? It is. It is. Okay. So and yes, there a... is a giant crocodile rampaging through the city too, so it is relevant. It it was a uh, arcade game, and yeah. then it was a port on Nintendo, and you couldn't have three players at once. But mm-hmm. arcade, you could. Is it and you pick between screen? like a lizard. No, it's like um, you're a you're single screen, and like you're. You getting, climb up buildings. Climb buildings you punch you holes punch in walls. Them. You eat civilians. There's a really bad version of it at yeah. uh, Game Preserve if you really want to play it. Okay. Really bad meaning just kind of run down. Or, run down. And yeah. It's the most Game Preserving needed preserving yeah. game there. So. Yeah. But it, it was, uh, it's just fun. It's just a co-op. You basically have to 
destroy the city before the cops come and shoot you with helicopters. And it's like, like a, it's so. like a Grand Theft Auto about giant monsters. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the SAG Awards. Speaking of Dragon yeah. Colonoscopies, the SAG Awards happened mm-hmm. yesterday in California. Now, 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 this one is not one that's usually on the public radar no. until you maybe have an office pool uh, trying to pick the Oscars in a couple weeks coming up because this one can really dictate or kind of enlighten viewers to what's going to happen sure. yeah. at the Oscars. I didn't know this. I looked up. Um, one stat I found was out of the main four acting categories, so uh, best actor, actress, supporting actor, actress, uh, 73 of the last 100 that won the SAG Award hmm. won the Oscar for it. Ooh, it's so, predictive, they're saying. Yeah, it's very predictive. That's impressive. So, so I'm going to go over you know, who won, and we'll mm-hmm. say who will be the three and who will be the one that won't win <laughs> out of oh, these. Um, so, Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role, and you guys talked about this movie a lot last week. Joaquin, He's gonna he it. won. He's going to get it. Yeah. He's going to get it. Um, I think he probably will. Yeah. I just, a side note, I saw Little Women yeah. yesterday, and uh, Greta Gerwig should have been nominated for Best Director. So, I have yet to see all the... Films that were nominated for Best Director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did see Joker, and I would definitely knock it off for that. For I'm talking about director. You know, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, for directing. Yeah. But uh, I just... So, now I'm going to watch The Irishman next. I'm just thinking... I, I'm not going to find, like... Uh, now, Parasite? Awesome. Leave it there. But I'm not going to find four other movies that were better directed than Little Women. That's just my take on the whole... Does he think we're Parasite people? Because we're definitely here for, uh, you know... No. Jane Silent Bob. Wait, for a Parasite? <laughs> I'm Parasite. Um, you should see it. It's a throwback to last week's episode. Oh, that. gotcha. You said if you um, actually watched the show, you'd know this. No, I did. Mm. I did watch it, but there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that's kind of what we did. Yeah, you were giggling a lot. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Um, okay, so uh, Outstanding Performance by Female Actor in a Leading Role. Uh, this one was no surprise. Either it was uh, Renee Zellweger for Judy as Judy Garland. Oh, cool. Hmm. And uh, so let me list off the other two, then we'll predict. Um, Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, supporting. Supporting, yep. As a portrayal of Cliff Booth. And then uh, this movie came up a lot last week, too, and just in general, Marriage Story, Laura Dern, for Best Supporting. I think, like, most award shows, like, 90% of the films I didn't see... Yeah. yeah. Someone was like, sure, if you say so. Uh, I would think Joaquin's a shooting. Joaquin's yeah. in. I think, I think Zellweger will probably get it. Um, and I think Laura Dern will, will get it. I think Joaquin Phoenix and Laura Dern, it's almost going to be like, um, Career Achievement Awards, because, you know, they, yeah. they do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think the outstanding performance by a male actor might be up for grabs. But, I mean, this could be one where all four get it, and then it's evened out next year by, you know, two of two, you know, two and two or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Brad Pitt will get it, depending on what else is also there. Like, yeah. Because he did a good job as in that role, mm-hmm. but it all just depends on who else is there, because... Uh, well, 
two of the I know two of the best supporting actors are going to come from the Irishman. Okay. And I could see that I could I could see Pesci potentially edging him out just for more of like a hey welcome back career achievement you know swan song yeah type of award in that category. Are we gonna get any from nineteen seventeen? I don't th- I don't believe they got Maybe actors just that, cinematography instead because um, they had some very short cameos right. Like, no mm-hmm. one was in there a significant amount of time other than the two the leads. Two leads, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be something interesting to track. Um, we'll, we'll do, before the awards, we'll kind of go through and I'll pick who I think is going to win. But I, I got a lot of catching up to do. Like, I will probably have to watch, like, a movie from now until then, a day. Yeah. To kind of do all the catch up. But there's some stuff where it's like, if I don't get to see, like, every sound effects you know, not many LBO, right? Like, if, but I want to knock out the main ones. Um, I highly recommend watching if you're gonna, like, yeah. if you're if you're like looking for ones to get rid of. The um, special effects is always one to watch. Costuming is also a really good, interesting one that you'll be surprised who wins those. Yeah. And then um, honestly, even sound overall sound design. Uh, there's some real. There's like the last couple times I've watched it. There's always. Movies you don't think would be in an Oscars like celebration. Yeah. But they are. And like because of the excellent work they are. And as someone who has experience in that field, it's super cool seeing people get get not get, you know, recognized for these kind of works. Yeah, because not all of those are always on the main Oscar stage. Like they exactly. would do like the, the what is it, the scientific and technical awards yeah, like a few days before. Uh but you never hear about those. So now they finally I mean that was one of the big ones for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Was, was costume design. Mm-hmm. Um uh, by Ruthie Carter, but uh, just to go over this real quick, um, outstanding. They do cast, which I like yep. for the SAG. So, outstanding performance by cast was Parasite. Uh, it edged out Jane okay. Silent Bob. No, just kidding. Um, outstanding action performance by stunt ensemble was Avengers Endgame. So you get, oh, wow. so you get, yeah. so you get that in yeah. there a little bit. Um, and then television. Did you guys get to see Fosse Burden on FX? No, but I want to. So both the leads won for that. Good. Rockwell and Williams for that. Uh, Sam. Then Peter Dinklage won for Tyrion. Mm-hmm. So kind of a last chance for Game of Thrones awards. Uh, Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, which I have not seen on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You guys seen that? No. no. Uh, and then Tony Shalhoub for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Outstanding Performance by Ensemble in a Drama Series uh, for The Crown. And then Fever Wallerbridge. Uh, just like she won um, for the Golden Globes and won for Fleabag. Uh, and then, I guess, they do this too. Uh, outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble, Game of Thrones. So I guess that's for the, basically, for they're like, basically, they were like, uh, yeah, the people who weren't the main cast, you guys did great. Yeah. Go away, d and I just don't know what the... Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I don't know what the lasting legacy of Game of Thrones is going to be. Because it feels like people were so disappointed by the end, which happens all the time. Whenever society is following a show for six years, mm-hmm. I, I think the last one I really remember, it, the finale affecting people in a really negative way, um, was Lost, and before that, yeah. Sopranos. And so, Seinfeld. Huh? And Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> I, that one I've blocked out of my memory. What about Friends? No. No. No, I think that was a no. Good... Fr- Fr- Friends, Friends was okay. Friends, okay. Friends had a standard sitcom ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in the same way where like Three's Company, you know, they 
turn off the light and shut the door. But yeah. then, but then with Three's Company, like one season later, or maybe even like the next fall, like three months later, you got uh, Three's a Crown. Yeah, the, the spinoff. So I mean, I think with Game of Thrones, the weird thing is we're not really getting any definitive launch on. We were, you know, we were hearing, oh, you're, you're going to get four spinoffs, mm-hmm. and that kind of that died down. I think so, the legacy of Game of Thrones is the desire for an ending. Yeah, like a satisfying <laughs> ending. That is, it's. I'm still waiting for an ending. Yeah, I don't. So just that not registering around. is like, eh. Oh, and then uh, I wanted to mention that Robert De Niro won the uh, SAG Life Achievement Award. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, he and he's it? he's still. I mean, he's still going. Irishman, Joker, and then a lot of people, of course, are pointing to um, King of Comedy as the one of the main inspirations for Joker, so he was in that. Um, so, to TV real quick, neither of you are big Doctor Who watchers, huh? No. I want to get into it further, just I don't have the time. Yeah. Well, one thing that, you know, I've watched the whole new Who, okay, yeah. and I'm really enjoying Jodie Whittaker in this uh, season 12. Uh, her second season as it. But one thing that really draws me in when they do this is when she meets, like, actual people from history yeah and doctor who back when it started in the 60s way back with the first doctor that was one of the main things they wanted to do is they wanted to teach kids about history right so i think it's this season so far out of the uh out of the three episodes because the first was a two-parter they've done two of those have been historical people right well they did uh tesla who I always remember from, you know, I say I remember like he played his own role, but Bowie as Tesla in The Prestige yeah, okay. was awesome. But this one uh, featured Tesla in okay. Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Um, and uh, also Thomas Edison, but Thomas Edison was sort of like, not really a bad guy, but kind of. Well, I mean, so that was like in interesting. In real life, take. they didn't like each other. Yeah, but I like, mean, I, he's still a bad guy. Well, he he was it's, it's like the, the reverse. Foil. Yeah, yeah it's like he was definitely re- playing the the, the yeah. foil in this. Uh, but I mean, it's like that reverse of the Wreck-It Ralph meme, where it's like just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Yeah. Instead of it's like just because you're a good guy doesn't mean you're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's a very terrible person. Is what I'm saying. Yes. Um. Uh. Well, that's kind of how he's portrayed. Oh, but, yeah, but okay. definitely in the. Mm-hmm. In the relationship or lack of relationship with with Tesla. Okay. But cool. one thing I found interesting is you'd have to dig for this, but the episode centers around you know he's he sends a signal to Mars and he thinks he gets one back, but no one you know people are like oh you're crazy you're Tesla you're trying to destroy us with this new form of energy and we're you're all gonna you know we're gonna burn you can't get funding from anyone and then. The these like aggressive race of aliens get his signal, right? But it was cool that they picked that out of history because he was actually, you know, trying to contact Mars, and then this happened. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. So yeah, it was it was very cool. And some other now, have you seen any of the episodes with like historical figures? In yeah. Them? Oh okay. yeah. Because like I just listed like a few of what I thought were the best. Uh, going back to the first, way back first, Doctor Marco Polo. Yep. Uh, and then Agatha Christie was a very interesting one because they took a lot of time and detail putting characters from all her books into like a kind of a uh, a murder mystery dinner type 
episode. Okay. Yeah, really um, cool. And that was that was the Tenet years. And then uh, Shakespeare, Willian uh, Vincent... Shakespeare, by the way, William Shakespeare. Yeah, that uh, you know sometimes word doesn't catch all my Sick. wonderful mistakes. Um, Vincent Van Gogh, 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 Gogh. Stop. It is Gogh, right? Gogh. It's Gogh. I don't think it's Vincent Van Gogh. I think it's Van. I think it's Vincent Van Gogh. They go. Well, anyway, that that was. <laughs> you gotta really like you know get the guttural sound in there from the Ma- from the Matt Smith era. Yeah, that really was probably episode. one of my favorites. Yeah, and then Winston Churchill, and then last year uh, Rosa Parks. Yeah. So question is, I don't know, and if you so Miss Jen for you, what what character would there be a character from history, so a non fictional character that they were promoting like this this person from. Historical context is going to be on Doctor Who that would make you tune in if you don't normally watch. I I think it would be interesting to see the doctors in general deal with Hitler. That's already happened. Mm-hmm. They, when did they do it? I just don't like Hitler, so I didn't put him on the list. When did they do it? Uh, there was a Matt Smith episode. I yeah. think it was two part called Let's Kill Hitler. Oh. They're, and they were not yeah, holding back on that episode. No, they definitely like. The, they were not holding back. Oh, cool. Now, I it. Now, the one idea I had that, that I would like to see um, would be the 1936 Olympics in Germany, but I'm watching, cool. yeah. with Jesse Owens. Oh, or may, yeah, or maybe yeah. Hitler like fashions these automatons to win you know, the Olympics. It's a Cyberman, it's a Cyberman episode, essentially. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, what about you? Would there be anyone you'd like to see from history? Honestly, um, I don't think so. No. No. I mean, do, I'd, do, I'd, pre- I'd do, you, do you prefer just the kind of out there I kind of like the out there sci-fi stuff, where it's like... Yeah. I like the sci-fi. I like the historical stuff too, and I'm, I'm I'm always interested to see who they pick next. Yeah, because it's usually someone I've never really thought of. Mm-hmm. They were dressed dressed or met any like uh, religious figures? Gandhi, Jesus, Muhammad? No, I don't think no, so. There, unless it was like an old who. I'm, I don't. I don't think they ever have met Gandhi. I don't think so. That that would be an excellent one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I still think my favorite historical one is Girl in the Fireplace. I don't know. You missed that one on this list. Was that? I think it's, 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 yeah. Who, who from that? I'm not 100% certain. I, I'm, I've like, I'm torn between one or two names. Is it one of the queens? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one where it's, he, because he, he, um, he goes back and he, once he figures out who it is, he realizes it's one of those situations he can't do anything to like, yeah. Stop it, even though he knows the outcome of this. And it sucks when you see him build this relationship over time and all this stuff. And it's, um, I think it's usually one of the best episodes ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also a fan of David Tennant, like, by last night. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even the cat uh, traffic episode. I like that one, actually, the gridlock. Yeah. A lot of people are just sort of really harsh about weird. that. But I like it. Um, so, other TV news real quick. Crisis on Infinite Earths, Earths wrapped up. Did you guys get to watch that? I don't watch bad TV. Oh, okay. I'm allergic to DC. I wear a Batman shirt. Where, yeah. And I know you actually said you've never seen one episode of Arrow. Not right? one. And Jarek, have you seen any of it? Um, of the Crisis stuff? And just No, CW. I used to watch Arrow. Okay. Back when it was good. That peaked. It peaked with the Deathstroke season, which was season two. Yeah. 
And then Flash was good for probably three years, and it yeah. got too much. Now, I did have a question for you, Miss Jim, yes. on this. Because I was watching Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I go, well, I know they're going to kill Oliver Queen, but they're probably not going to kill anyone else. And both you and Chaz are like, oh, yes, they are. So what was supposed to happen? Because nothing else happened. In that series, they kill Supergirl and Flash. Yeah. Okay, that did not happen. See, that would have been, like, far more effective, because mm-hmm. I already know... Because you know and, because- well, well, this is where a TV, being a TV nerd, gets you into like that spoiler trouble too. I already know that like Stephen Amell was already kind of done with the character, yeah. and that um, this part four of Infinite Crisis was basically the penultimate episode of Arrow because that's ending next week. Oh, um, okay. that the short season eight is ending eight years. I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time. Long time, especially for a comic Especially. book entity because. How much stuff have we seen grow that much when it gets to that point? That's why I like I like uh, it. Supernatural, when, thank you. But that's not comic book. True. That's more like X Files. I think X Files could have gone on for thirty years if if the actors still were going on into for it. me. I mean, it still kind of is going on, right? Because mm-hmm. um, the movies are technically you know continuations, but the modern movies well, are technically continuations. Is the show coming back? Or was it the, was because they I rebooted it called. and there was two seasons and they know kind how of they can again. come back from where they left it. Okay. Yeah, they left it. I mean, in it's real. now yeah. comic wise, but as this, dark as dark could be. Yeah, comic wise, is it still going? Because I know, like, off and on, they've done comic recently. Like, they actually did a season ten comic, and then I think like the mm-hmm. actual season ten happened like after. Yeah, that after was the last that. thing they put out. Um, but. Crisis on Infinite Earths, I think it wrapped up nicely. It got super meta in one part, like meta, meta human, where Flash and Supergirl have just been transported to like the new final Earth because that's what it was. It was a way for um, Marvel Wolfman wanted to reboot the DC Universe because it got to be too much. Well, they run into a fan who's Marvel Wolfman. So oh, he so he, he put so, himself in the so, books. No, no, no. I mean, someone cast him. He has nothing to do with the show, but oh. they they cast him to be that guy who's like, oh, you should form this, or you know, you should form this this league of superheroes or whatever. I like when they let them do that. You had a major yeah. creator show up for Endgame two, which made me happy. But but either I'm getting the vibe that either you're not ever going to watch it or you've already seen it. So I'll just say like Oliver Queen, you know, of course. Gave himself up to save humanity, or, or to save the multiverse, and became a specter. But that okay. didn't last too long. But that was kind of cool. That's when you start watching James Bond, right? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But then, uh, but then nothing else really. Uh, <laughs> but then, of course, they all they all team up and, and save the universe. But that's done for now. But they're gonna have they're already having like you know Arrow and the Canaries. So it's like they're not stopping. This isn't really. It's just ironic that. Crisis on Infinite Earths was first written back in the 80s to simplify things. And now the thing that's, it's not simplifying anything, it's making all the other shows more important than making more shows. So you have to watch so, all the shows in a certain order. To, uh, yeah. Okay, so speaking of fandoms and okay. how many shows can you possibly need, uh, I, I don't even want to say that because I was going to try to make a joke about how I don't care about Picard, but I do care about Picard. Picard <laughs> is probably the first Star Trek anything that I've ever really wanted to watch. Yeah. Okay. Because I, well, I just love the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that premieres on Thursday on CBS All Access. Question one, do you have All Access? <laughs> you? No. I'm pirating it, essentially. Woo-hoo. Miss Jen, 
No. I'll probably watch it vicariously via meme. And are you? You've been bro- watching Mandalorian for a while. I had it, and I think I forgot to cancel it, so I probably still have it. That's now up to thirteen was, streaming services. No, that, I included that. <laughs> okay, I cool. included that because I never got dog TV because I was like, I don't want to go past a dozen. <laughs> there I don't, you go. If I did, I would just call it a baker's dozen. Add on dog TV for nine ninety five a month. Like it's called still, the Blair's it, it dozen. It still baffles me. It still baffles me. Dog TV. Yeah. I just, you just don't get it, man. I just, I just, the puppies I don't get day. it. I don't get it. That's fine. Um, you're not meant to get it. I guess. So now, so minus that part, are you big enough of a Star Trek fan to sign up for it? I don't. I really don't think I am. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till there's another way to watch it. I don't know what that would yeah. possibly be, but because I do want to watch it. Well, I at some point, I'm not the right person for it, like yeah. buying a bunch of services. Well, we're still talking about Don TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, um, I, I'm, I'm that much a fan of dogs. I would get dog TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I I understand that. But mm-hmm. now, have you watched previous series? Like, we talk about Star Wars a lot, and I yeah. think it's because it bleeds over into comics and popular culture a lot. Yeah. And there's there's nothing in Star Trek. It always seems like a designated faction of people who watch that. And I've talked about this on this show before, where probably 10, 15, 20 years ago, very divisive. Like, you were either Star Trek or Star Wars. Wars. And now with, like, the ability to just consume everything, it's like, oh, you like both? That's cool. But I still don't, I just don't have that same fervor. But I like John Luke Picard and Patrick Stewart, so I'm going to... Sorry, it's Captain John Luke Picard. And there's a dog in the poster. So it's kind of like dog TV, right? Kind of, essentially. Yeah, it's like basically a crossover. It's probably just all the commercial for dog TV I bet watch. I didn't see what was the last one, that last series, Discovery. Discovery. Well, that's because that's also... Now, I don't agree with this, but that was also CBS All Access exclusive. I don't agree with that. CBS does not have enough quality programming for me, personally. They should just put... They put they that have. and Twilight Zone on there mm-hmm. to try to get four ninety five yeah, from people that aren't going to pay four ninety five, but they would have gladly, you know, DVR'd it or yeah, if, on if, if it was on if it was on like network television, I would have yeah. watched it. So, but I just I don't. I don't. There's not know. enough there to draw me towards CBS All Access. I got suckered away by Orville. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Orville, and then the the new one on HBO just started with you, Lowry. Yeah, and I it, like Flag Five or whatever, but yep. it's like that's sort of like Orville, mm-hmm. but probably even more acerbic humor. Okay. Yeah. What's so HBO's what are we getting? So, so Orville's a satire of you know the Star Trek, you know, yeah. war, right? At what point are we going to get a satire of Orville? Are we in too deep at that point? I think that was that uh, Tim Allen movie. Galaxy. Galaxy. I yeah, think that, I even think then, I think this quest. is like more. I think we're. I think we're getting close. I think we're. I think we're getting close. Here. I mean, you basically just have to do Galaxy Quest, the TV series, to like so then, behind the scenes of of all that. There we go. Maybe. Yeah. Um, are there any of the series that you're partial to? I I prefer Next Generation. I'm a Next Generation person myself. I think I really am too. OTS is great. Don't get me wrong, but like watching it. Oh man, that's like it's a chore. Yeah, it's it's good. There's there are good episodes mixed in, but man, you have to willingly dedicate time to watch this because mm-hmm. you're not just gonna go and like go oh, put OTS now. I'm gonna go. get to Mirror Mirror eventually. Yeah, but were were Tribbles the Ewoks of Star Trek? No, no, no. Okay, just because no. they weren't around that long. I said because they they 
they, they weren't decisive to bring down an you know evil empire that was meant on you they know, were just enslaving worse. so they were worse know, anything else. There's some because hey, some, there's some. Hey, if you if you stand beside while evil happens, you're just as bad as the evil. Yeah, so yes, tribbles. Tri- tribbles are tribbles, tribbles, <laughs> evil. I don't remember them bringing down the Romulans. So, um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, and hope uh, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, it didn't look like there's a whole lot in the way of of comics, or at least milestone issues coming out this week. I didn't see a lot. What oh. Woman Seven Fifty has got a bunch of that one's like, big generation covers. And now I think. Gail Simone is either writing that or do, is it like an anthology series where multiple writers or? I can't remember. That that one is a milestone issue, but it's mm-hmm. one of those milestone issues where they turn the number back for their own convenience. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's not like it's been it's not like it's been up in the seven hundreds. It's just like oh, I, I don't know who's responsible for doing the math on that. I, but I, but I'm sure they I'm keep sure track. Like legacy. Let's of, add all of the yeah. annuals in there. I'm sure they have like an Excel spreadsheet or something they add to each week, right? Um, they probably just go, they use the Google. How many do we actually have? Uh, yeah, how many? Wonder Woman. Seven hundred forty-nine. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Yep. No. That many, movie was released a while ago, though. It was. How many number ones has Guardians of the Galaxy had in the last All seven years? Them. All of them. So I feel like every like month there's a new Guardians. Like now one I'm excited about, uh, not a number one, not a milestone issue, just mm-hmm. a continuation of Family Tree number three. Oh yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool concept. Um, so anything else? Any other? Totally looked at this before. I laughed. I'm a big I, yeah. I, I know you got to order. You're already ordering stuff like weeks ahead, so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. But I just don't. I don't see a lot of milestone stuff. I don't know if that's just like because yeah. it's like mid to late January. They're saving because they still haven't launched their big you know event. There's stuff some crazy book called Kids with a Z. That's a it's a gorilla by a blaze. Sorry, no, I wish it was. By a blaze. It's, it's it's not for kids. It looks okay. cartoony for kids, but it's super adult-y. So basically, just like the movie Kids was not for kids. Maybe. Yeah, so. Maybe it's like that. <laughs> so, like, if there's tricks in here, it's not for kids. No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> um, so <I'm> sorry. <laughs> next week, we're going to be, if you're in the Houston area, we're going to be at the Secret Group mm-hmm. next Saturday. This Saturday, coming up, mm-hmm. 25th. Um, at what six to ten p.m., they're doing like a comic palooza sort of like lead-in event yeah. for that, and we are going to be up against several other somewhere between three and twenty-nine podcasts. There's no decisive number. Doing <laughs> doing trivia. Now, what is your guys' confidence level in trivia, Miss Jen? Depends on how much coffee I have in me. Now, what 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 would be your best and worst categories? You think? I guess hopefully it's all like pop culture stuff. Because if it's like sports and stuff, forget it. I don't yeah. like that stuff. Or if they I say, "I'll be bad if they're like, give me the the actor's name that did something." I'm I in a for quick. I don't. No, my, it's one. I have to I'll... not thinking about think yeah. about it, and then yeah. it comes to me. But if you ask me, I'm like, hold on, give, get back to me in five. Yeah, it's I'm in the same way. Uh, I give myself a seven out of eleven, perfect when it comes to trivia. Um, best category, random stuff. Yeah, like things where it's like, oh yeah, of course it's John Bloomquist. Why would it be John Bloomquist? Uh, worst categories, sports and puzzles. Like I know I I'm saying puzzles because Chaz does trivia and one yeah. of those things is anagrams. Oh no, where it's like, oh yeah, this famous show comes out to this anagram, the bear. It's like. 
What? I've done trivia before where like the halftime bonus is Sudoku. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, dude, if there's a Sudoku thing in here, not... I got it covered. You do? Okay. Good. I mean, if I was, if I'm there. I well, I've got, I've got sports covered. Okay. I've got sports. Uh, I would say probably all, all of these are equally on the bottom for me. But geography. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Gotcha. No. Um, and then history, it just depends. Like, gotcha, you know, if I, uh, politics, nah, and science, iffy. If there's science trivia, I'm done. I'm walking out. Okay. No, there won't be. This is going to be pop culture. <laughs> part of this, we, we don't, you know, we don't exactly know, but part of this oh, is, it's easy. going to be pop culture based. If you went around, you get a character and then you have to do sort of like a battle royale with that character using your funny words. I think that's what's going to happen. So, with the last few like minutes of the episode, let's run through these. These are stuff that we've either talked about okay. this week or last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, there covers, is there a buzzer? a lot of bases. Well, eh, probably like 11 bases, right? Maybe. Uh, let's go. From this week or uh, last week? Anyway, keep going. Anyway. That, sorry. I use bases, which is sports. My bad. That's uh, confusing. Joker has 11 Oscar noms, including Best Picture. What was the first comic movie to win an Oscar? Gone with the Wind. Black Panther. Did you say Gone with the Wind was not a comic book movie? Oh, you said comic book movie? This is the first movie. I was like, I don't know, I'm going to have to go deep for this one. It was Spider Man. Superman, 1978. Boring. For special achievement. Other than Joker and Superman, what five comic book movies have won an Oscar? Live action only, so Into the Spider Verse does not count either. There are five, you probably just named one of them. Five other movies, comic book related, that have won an Oscar. Like an Oscar isn't anything. Any for any one though. The, uh, Black Panther. Uh, yes. And uh, Infinity War. No. No. Mm. Uh, Iron Man. Road no. Tradition. No. Spider Man Two. Yes. Damn, that was a guess, but all right, I'll take it. Really? Um, man. Um, I will Black give Panther you a, again. Black I'll Panther give, again. I'll give you a hint. The last three. Have Batman in them. Batman uh, Begins. No. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, well, no. That other one. <laughs> I'm gonna the third give, one. I'm, I'm going to give you Dark Knight. Dark the, Knight. Dark, the, the Heath Ledger one. Yeah. He um, had, that was the most prestigious award that had been won by a comic movie. I'm going to go on a limb. Okay. Batman and Robin. No. Damn. Razzie, uh, yes. It's, right, it's essentially the same as an Oscar. Um, uh, leave off the end Robin part. Batman. There you go. 19, uh, 19, 1989, yes. Keaton. So one more. I said um, I said Batman's in it. I didn't say it was a good movie. And if Justice you know me, League? I hate it. What movie do I hate the most? Suicide Squad. Of? There you go. Found it. I, I knew one, this, guys. Hair and makeup. That's oh, when, when that you were counts. talking about hair and makeup, okay. I was like, no. That counts. Um, it's an Oscar. What comic contains the first appearance of Morbius? Morbius. First appearance. Oh. oh. Morbius what number issue? one. <laughs> what issue? Is it a Moon Knight? No. Spider Man. No. It is a Spider Man. Which one? Spider Man 271. No. Uh-uh. Way too early. Way. Spider Man 573. Five, 369. Damn, no. five. Damn it. 101. 101? It, it you was, said 273, and that was way too early. Huh? I said I meant way too late. Come on, Marky I'm, Mark. We had all this stuff to read. Anyway. I'm just trying to blast through these. Who wrote it? For this was the first comic of Spider-Man main series not written by Stan Lee, who was the writer that he handpicked. It was his protege. Who was it? Thomas Chen. Shoot. I would say he is a very prolific 
or was for the Avengers? Michael Keaton. No. Whoa, we're three <laughs> no, writers. I know. <laughs> but fun fact, while you try to figure this out, vampires were banned by the Comics Guild or whatever mm-hmm. it was called until 1971. So they actually wanted to do a vampire character for so long, mm-hmm. but they couldn't until the Comics Authority released that. It's so weird that that was the thing. Uh, it was Roy Thomas. Roy Thomas. Roy Thomas. I knew it. I told you Roy uh, Thomas, but you didn't believe me. When were the Oscars first held? Did you say when or where? When. What year? 1938. No, too, that's too late. Too late. Too early. Too early. Too late. That's too, too late. late. That's too, too late. Uh, 1916? Too early. Really? Yeah. 1923. Close. What is it? 29. Oh, damn. Who was the captain on Star Trek before Captain Kirk? Pike. Yeah. Correct. And which episode of Twilight Zone was the Jordan Peele movie Us based on? Because I meant to say that I think Us got robbed from, yeah, from an Oscar really nomination, good. especially for the lead actress, but I like Producer it. Justin shakes his head. I don't know the answer. Um, I can't even envision it. I can't think of it, but I can't think of the name. It was Mirror Image. Really? Like the lady on the on the train train station, oh. and she kept like the guy was getting mad because she kept she's like, "Lady, you were just here." Ah, no, I wasn't. Ah, and it was herself. But hey, look, I think us with us and Chaz, we got this next week. So we'll we'll come back with what happens there. But I think I feel good about it. And then once we get the characters. We'll be able to like talk funny enough about them. So wait, if we went by what we got right and what we got wrong today, we got one thing right. So but we I'm have like t- one person on our team. But I'm being was. tough on you. This, <laughs> hey, this hey, is the Rocky I got, montage. I got like three things right. That, that was like the I Rocky. Like that, that was like the Rocky training montage. We'll be fine. Okay, good. Hey, thanks for watching. Nerd News now part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and the Adventure Begins. Hey. And as I previously mentioned, join us at the Secret Group and watch podcasters from the Comic Pollution Podcast program battle it out and debate over a variety of impromptu pop culture topics. No history, no science, I hope. A portion of the battle will involve audience feedback, so prepare your monkey wrenches and participate in this hilarious discussion hosted by the I Am Geek podcast, January 25th at 6 p.m., through 10 p.m. at the Secret Group in Houston. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, The Adventure Begins Show, Woodlands House and Home, and The Best You. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQD HD21, over the air on your television. All these shows and more on Roku now. Search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. See you next time on Nerd News Now. If you dodge a wrench, you can dodge a question.